This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good evening, mamas. We can all agree that since the dawn of time, the worst thing to happen to the internet to YouTube.com specifically, for the most part, is family vloggers. We've talked about them in the past. Uh, you know, it's like the millennial adults that, to save their marriage, or instead of just getting a job, just pop out babies like goddamn hotcakes, and then shove a vlog camera the second they're popped out of the coochie, and don't give them a single even chance at a normal, not psycho- psychotic life. Those kind of people. We've talked about them in the past. Everyone's talked about them, I feel. That's a dead topic. But there's a a side to the story that I feel like not too many people talk about. And I want to get into it. And that's kids using their parents for views. And not necessarily just kids. By kids, I don't mean like children. Like like iPad toddlers. Like switching off fucking Cocomelon and opening up the camera app and then recording their dad falling down the stairs and then getting three bajillion dollars not necessarily that i'm talking the offspring the children of adults that decide to use their parents for content this probably doesn't ring any alarm bells for most people you're probably thinking what like oh now what is this bozo complaining about hmm I gave this some thought for, I've been thinking about this for a while. (laughs) I've been thinking about this. Um, I've been thinking about this for a while because adults, as most people know, and as most adults are, are very technologically not intelligent. (laughs) Like, parents, for the most part, don't really understand how social media works. Like, bare bones, like, how even to open up apps a lot of the time. But also don't understand the implications of apps like TikTok, where, you know, literally anything has the opportunity to go viral. And I think, you know, there's there's really a scale to the exploitation of people's parents on social media on the very like safest level, which I like don't even have a problem with is, you know, people that feature their parents in their content, you know, their TikToks in YouTube um as like a fun little side character or it's like today i went to starbucks with my mom and then they show their mom or something like that obviously there's no problem with that you know they're not like the star of the show then above that is people who solely rely on their parents for their content these are the type of people that have like either a joint account with say their mom or their dad or their grandma or their grandpa um, and by the way, I think like it gets worse the older the parent or grandparent is. Like if you are making like TikToks with your grandparents, like could be cute, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. You have the the middle layer is people that, like I said, are kind of like co-owners of an account. And then the highest, the worst level, the worst level of it all is people that 
just straight up like shamelessly like are pulling pranks on their parents like 24 7 and that's like all their content is like let's let me let me tell you why i think it's so weird and icky to me and i understand this won't be like weird to most people and i really just wanted to say this to see if i'm like actually fucking crazy and there's like literally nothing wrong with this but i can't be the only one that thinks that you know parents that don't really understand how social media is really shouldn't just be thrown into tiktok videos or youtube videos and i can think of like specifically of this one tiktoker that uh, features his mom quite a bit in his videos and like he'll say something like very <laughs> like very like oh what is the word like he'll play like a dirty song lyric or like play the porn hub sound effect or something and like get like his mom's reaction and obviously like it's funny like there's no denying that stuff like that is funny um and the videos do very well but there's another issue that lies with that like i i kind of talked about how like you know the like parents are older they don't really understand how tiktok works they think like oh my child is recording me for their silly little snapchat story or something if they even understand what snapchat story is and the next thing they know they've been seen like 30 million times everyone in their like office has seen it so that's why i say like, i don't really know if like parents or old people like can consent that much to being in a TikTok video, and obviously not all parents are stupid. Like I'm sure a, a a large majority of them like understand how the internet works now. Um, in 2023, that like TikTok has the ability to spread, but you know it's not as cut and dry as like people saying like, "Hey, mom, want to be in my TikTok?" You know, someone might just record their parent and then throw the video up online like later, months later, a week later. And they, they don't, they weren't, they're not even aware that they were in a TikTok. So there's that aspect to it, which is like half of the problem that I have with the whole concept. The other half isn't really like a problem that affects anyone other than the person that's making the video. So say, say I just started like recording my mom because my mom could fucking levitate or something. Imagine she just literally started, like she had some magic power and could le levitate and I, like, recorded funny videos of my mom levitating above the dining room table. You know, it's funny at first. You could probably milk it for, like, 20 or 30 videos. But then all of a sudden, you have this weird dynamic where all of a sudden I'm, I have this following. And, you know, it might be under my account. It might be, like, imagine alternate universe Ben of the Week where it's literally, like, me, but all the videos are about my mom that can fucking float. <laughs> so, you know, you have these creators that... And by the way, right now I'm talking about that middle level of creators, like not ones that are like actively exploiting their parents necessarily, like pulling pranks and stuff, but, you know, children that their whole account is pretty much their parents. So they have the situation where they kind of like think they're like, you know, influencers and, you know, their account is their face, their name, um... But clearly, everyone follows to see the mom, to see the dad, to see, like, the funny elder that is doing goofy things. Or if we take it to the higher level, like, everyone's following that person to see their hijinks that they're playing on their parents. And 
this like i i really want y'all to like kind of keep this in mind whenever you see someone post like their parent on tiktok and you know a lot of the time like like weird things that parents do are like one-off situations like say grandma drops the fucking thanksgiving turkey and slips and falls and someone posts it and they're like ha 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 look at granny that's like a one-off thing you're not like building a social media career off of that but i want you to like if you ever notice like say a verified account that's like always featuring their parent give it some you know give it give it a little bit of thought like kind of think what the dynamic is i guess because you know there i think there's a lot of healthy dynamics when this happens when someone begins to build a following based off of like solely their parent there's good ways to do that like i'm sure like you can have a conversation with your parents or whoever the elder is that's featured in the video and be like hey like hey mom like listen like you're like we're blowing up and you know there's money involved like freaking coca-cola wants to give us twenty thousand dollars to have coca-cola can sponsorship video or something like that like you know there can be conversations to have it be healthy but i feel like far too many times i've seen people like straight up just like take advantage of their parents like not dumbness but like ignorance to the platform and like rightfully so like why the fuck would parents like even really care about tiktok but it's just, it's just kind of weird to me. So to relate this all back to family vloggers and that dynamic, you know, obviously like the kids can't really consent to being in family vlogs. They're like literally children. And even if they do consent, even if, even if they're like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing in the world. Like I get to be YouTubers and I'm like six years old they don't really understand like the full on like complications that come with that. So there's really no way, in my opinion, for kids to consent to being like in a family vlog channel. But, you know, it's a little less worse when it comes to parents, because obviously if like things start going like haywire, um, say like, God forbid, like the parent like loses their job or something, you know, they can, like, back out of it. They're, like, they, at the end of the day, are the parent. Like, say the kid that's posting it, like, lives in their house. They can, like, ground them or some shit or take their phone away because they have authority. Or if it's, like, an an older child, they can be like, you need to, like, act fucking grown or something. They can, they, they have options. So it's not, like, as dire of a situation as, like, the freaking seven-year-old child that's, like, forced to play with, like, 10 different toys a day for 30 different YouTube videos. Otherwise they get like all their shit taken away and or like sent to like an orphanage. It's not like that crazy. So like, don't, I don't want y'all to think I'm like ringing the fucking alarm bells, but there's also another like weirder kind of like sadder aspect to it, which is like, I, I did like debated like bringing this up because it's like kind of morbid, but like they're going to die. And this is more for the, the, the elderly, elderly people, you know, someone who's like recording their grandma or grandpa that's like really like on death's door, you know, that's, why am I smiling, y'all? I'm so, I have such a, (laughs) I have such a natural, like, 
tendency to smile and i'm just like thinking about like grandparents dying and like <laughs> like grinning ear to ear y'all are like thinking i'm a psycho probably straight face this is serious business so it's not something that's evergreen it's not like you're making videos with your friend like if and i this is like a very rare situation but this has happened that's why i'm bringing this up there is this tiktoker who um he he made lots of videos of i believe it was his mom it might have been his grandma and i'm not gonna like name names but um lots and lots and lots of videos and unfortunately she was diagnosed with like a terminal illness um and eventually passed away she's gone now but she had some notoriety on tiktok uh he made her a personal account that had like, I think like over a million or 2 million followers. He featured her like a ton in his videos, but like leading up to her death, I remember going to her account and he had her on TikTok live, like literally making fucking merch. Like she was literally in her, her deathbed. Like I don't even think she was like verbal or like talking and he had her like slapping fucking stickers on a water bottle. Huh? Huh? Like, I saw that and I was like, oh my god. That is like probably the worst end of it. Because like, let's let's back let's backpedal a little bit. When you like any relationship that you have, whether it be a friendship, relationship with a family member, relationship with a, a significant other. Anytime that's brought on the internet or it's, like, a piece of, like, public discourse, it's going to be soured. It's going to become rotten. I'm And I know that's, like, a very pessimistic view of that. And, like, you might think, oh, but what about, like, XYZ couple? They're my favorite couple on TikTok. They're so cute. Or, oh, look at this mom and her son. They're so cute. No. It, it might be good. Like, there's there, there, there are some good, like, healthy relationships that are like so public and online but the fact of the matter is they would be better if it weren't for social media if they kept all that stuff offline that is just that's kind of like a personal belief of mine but and there are arguments to be made there like obviously say you start making videos of your grandma and it's funny boom you get five million followers and then you're able to like make money from it and then you get you buy grandma like a fucking lamborghini or something that is obviously a good like that helps a ton and especially like i don't even know if i can like make this argument if say the situation is like like you're maybe not doing so well financially and like taking videos of your family um like your mom or something ends up getting you out of a sticky financial situation like okay that's good that's like maybe like if you can do that bottom layer that i talked about where you know you're just featuring your parents here and there and that's enough to like get y'all out of a bad situation good that that that's how it should be done but if you are literally forcing your fucking mom or grandma who's on her deathbed to be putting stickers on a water bottle for merch oh my god like oh my fucking god that's that's crazy that's crazy. And obviously, I don't know all the dynamics about it. I don't know, like, to what caliber this poor lady, like, was willing to be doing all this. But personally, 
you know, I don't know that that's something that I would want to be doing if I was on death's bed. Is that the term? I don't know. Um, I don't think I'd want to be making water bottle merch. So, and, like, obviously, like, I think a lot of the time, like, the reason why it's so easy to get parents in videos and stuff is, like, it's, you know, parents might see it or even grandparents might see it as, like, a way to connect with their child. Like, oh, my goodness, like, my child loves me so much they're putting me in their videos and i get to be featured in it and that might initially feel like really good but i think a lot of the time and more often than not whenever someone's parents or grandparents are featured in any piece of content online it's almost in like a a mocking way whether it be like mocking their age mocking like the, the like them like being bad at something shit like that it's, I don't think it's, like, a lot of the time done in an affectionate way. And even if it's not mean-spirited, like, even if they're not, like, pouring, like, like, pouring fucking a liter of mayonnaise on grandma to see if she survives, like, even if it's, like, not something like that, you know, it's not exactly the kindest thing to just, like, open up your, like, parents or grandparents to the horrible comment section of the internet. Like, I've seen so many, like, innocent videos get posted on TikTok of like someone's grandma, someone's grandpa, someone's parent um, doing something silly. And you can tell they, they didn't upload it from like a mean point of view. But then you look at the comments and it's like, grandma looks like she needs a Red Bull every 10 minutes. Otherwise, she's going to literally Thanos snap out of fucking existence. Like <laughs> you're it, like the internet's a horrible place. Like s scrap all of the like. We come here to create. We come here to build community. Shut the fuck up. TikTok and YouTube can be so vile, especially in the comment section sometimes. And you're opening up your parent to that. You know, <laughs> this is like a crazy fucking take, but platforms need to be more like only fans <laughs> because only fans if you want to make content with anyone else and by make content you know that is a broad a broad description but if you want to have other people in your videos you have to have a release form signed and that's something that i do whenever i have other people in my videos like my past videos i have had other people they've signed release forms they've consented to being in my video on paper so that is, I think, something that, like, maybe TikTok and YouTube needs to look into. And, you know, that's already something that is a, a big topic of debate for people that do, like, kind of in-person stuff. Like, you know, the on-the-street, like, interview New Yorkers type videos. Like, some people have gotten in trouble for just, like, recording people. Um, but other TikTokers that do that sort of content, they'll literally track down the people that were in the video and get them to sign a release form. And if they don't sign it... They don't put them in the video. And, you know, it's it's interesting because if you don't if you're not familiar with like what a release form is, it basically just says like you're okay with being filmed and it being like uploaded to the internet and being like edited, however. And they're like really a weird piece of like legalness because you can sign it and depending on what it says, like the video can be edited in any way. It can um, take any spin, any tone, despite like any kind of like, listen, I'm not a fucking lawyer, so I don't know. But like, that's in a in a jiffy, like how they kind of work. And so I almost think that's how it should be 
for like anyone that's in a TikTok or YouTube. Now, obviously, this is so like unrealistic. Like, there's no way someone's gonna like like TikTok is so just posting random fucking videos. It could be like 30 different people like in your class in one TikTok. You're not gonna go to every single person and be like, can you sign my release form? Like, that is unrealistic, but you know, when things start getting more serious, when things start, like, if you have an account with your mom or your grandma that has 10 million followers, that's a business at that point. There's no denying the money that is involved in that, which also, like, you know, can solve problems, like I mentioned earlier, like, can get you and your family out of, like, a poor financial situation, but can also sour things. Like, uh, like you know, it it makes no sense, but money truly does cause a lot of problems. Like, you see so many, like, yeah, to like take it back to the um, the my brain just broke. To take it back to family vloggers, if your family's entire income is dependent on a fucking four year old, you've got a problem there, buddy. You've got a problem, and that's the case for so many family vloggers it's not like these family vloggers are um keeping their full-time job while they're making three million dollars from their child because they're opening toys in like a cute way like that's not the case they're quitting their job and they're putting their full focus on their child so you're not really giving them i guess like a way out because if they decide one day like oh mommy i don't want to be in like this video of opening the 8000th surprise egg because i'm tired and my fingers are callous and i have no friends like they can't really say no because all of a sudden your family has no money it's not really i think the case when it comes to adult vlogger or sorry um like having parents in a video because i don't really see for the most part like like the parents quitting their job or say if it's like a grandma or grandpa they're probably retired so they don't have much else to do and they're probably they have like a retirement fund to fall back on but it just it's such a weird dynamic and also like you know there's so many like as as i mentioned earlier with social media relationships and friendships um and how being in the public eye has the tendency to pull friendships and relationships apart. Imagine that happening to your fucking mom or your dad, like some external thing, like say there's some controversy or, uh, someone starts commenting, like, like makes up some rumor, like say it was me and my levitating mom. They're like, Ben, uh, actually, think of an example i've like gotten so off the off the rocker with like my example of like my mom fucking levitating but imagine people like started some rumor that like tore me and my mom apart like it's shit like that that is so scary because a, a, a relationship between your parent is you and your parent it is so unnatural to all of a sudden have 10 million people in that so that's like that's scary but also like money wise all that aside i i just have seen so many people that you know like will all of a sudden turn to like posting their parent because like say their parent does something funny or they're charismatic um and like every video they post with their parent like gets like 10 million views and then they post something of themselves and it gets like 5000 views 
that <laughs> that cannot be a good feeling also um especially like for like kind of more established creators like creators that maybe have like two or three or four or five million um maybe you're in a slump and start posting their parents doing something funny and they get views again but then they themselves can't get views that i can't imagine that that feels good so (laughs) i now taking it back to me i think i've really posted one tiktok with my dad in it and i posted one video on youtube with my mom at once we went on omegle uh and then later i can't remember i think it was either she like kind of just expressed not wanting to be a part of it afterwards or it or maybe i just like was i can't remember but for whatever reason i took it down i privated it because i realized like like i was growing and you know i'm comfortable like handling whatever hate i get my way um like that's that's my that's my cross to bear. <laughs> TikTok comments being mean to me are my cross to bear, my burden. But I'd never want to like inflict that onto anyone else. So I removed the video. Um, the TikTok I probably would keep up because like my dad's like in it for three seconds, and I think he always like wanted to be in a video or something. So I just like threw him in for like literally five seconds. But I'm glad that I. I haven't gotten into the realm of, hey, mom, go do something funny so I can get views and money. Um, <laughs> and I think just like in general, you know, this 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 kind of problem can be applied to so many different situations, like people that have pet accounts. Do you do y'all remember that like one like dog that looked like it was on the verge of death? Fuck, I can't remember its name. It like really looked ratty, like it really looked rough. And then it straight up died. And the account owner just never posted again and, like, has lost that entire thing that he was, like, putting time, money, getting money from. Like, oh, that's going to bug me what that dog's name is. Y'all will probably remember. I think it started with an S or something. But if you're going to do social media and if you want to do social media, it's so important to, like, make sure that whatever you do, you can keep doing and you can keep doing by yourself. You can't let you can't have like the shining star of your social media to be any external factor or something that you can lose or someone else even. That is why I'm so like and this is like a very stubborn take like ugh, this is just how I feel personally. But that's why I don't have an editor. I don't have I, this podcast has an editor. Shout out. Shout out my editor. She's too good. She she deals with every horrible like file that I send that is like corrupt and like has 4,000 different splices or has no audio. Trooper. Absolute trooper. Thank you, Amelia. But on my YouTube channel, like my main YouTube channel, I have no editor. I very rarely get someone to film my videos for me. Um, I just, I try and do as much of it as I can myself, mainly because I know how like annoying it would be to edit my videos. Like I just have like no work ethic or by work ethic. I mean, like I will just like work until 2 AM just because I like don't like something. And that's not something that I could ever subject to another human. Like just sending in like random revisions being like oh i don't like this can you like fix this if it's me i can abuse myself and like do that but i would never like like even if i'm paying someone to do that i don't think i could ever do that so it always boggles my mind when i see like 
you creators that have like a team of like 10 people i'm like how do you do it like and also i'm just a terrible leader like in any fucking sense of the term like i am just a horrible horrible leader and would probably have four panic attacks a day if i had employees like my ass should not have employees i'm just like i i am for the most part incompetent when it comes to so many different things so the thought of being someone's boss couldn't do it baby couldn't do it and that that is a whole other topic and tangent that i might get into another day i have a whole like notes app of like things i want to talk about but um that's one thing that i find a little interesting but backpedaling i do think it's important to make sure like if you really want to do social media like that you can do it sustainably that you're not relying on the exploitation and not like saying that in a good or bad way like but exploitation like using someone else for views and for your content so this might be a little this might be a little controversial this literally is not controversial it's just like at most a bad take but i just i just feel it's a little weird I think it's a little weird. Not not bed of the week being the moral compass of the internet. No, 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 no. I feel like I, I, ah, that's why I get like a little weird whenever I talk about topics like this. Because I feel like I have no place to talk about like anything. Like, like I have no moral high ground to be speaking on because I made videos in the past that were like absolutely like a annoying and like b morally just like not completely sound ding 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 zoom hacking youtube videos um those were so fucking obnoxious uh that's part of the reason why they're gone but not the full reason once again still can't talk about that but <sighs> let's wrap this up <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up I, I it's bad when i've gotten into like four different tangents um but tell me what you think about this whole kind of situation it's not even a situation i'm just making it a situation um also, life update, life update. This is my last week in Japan. I'm so going to be absolutely distraught when I have to go back to North America. I'm going to throw up for 14 hours on the plane. It's not going to be cute. Um, I have been having so much fun in Japan. I finally started posting Japan content because I came here for like a month uh, in November and like literally posted nothing. But I posted two Japan videos now. So I posted a video of me going to Cat Island and a video of me um, only eating from vending machines for a week. So if you want to see what I've been up to, want to see what silly hijinks Ben of the Week has been getting into, um, check it out on my YouTube channel. I love y'all. Do not forget it. Oh, oh, oh. Also, I made, um, well, I didn't make, but I like revived my second account on Instagram. It's Ben Dealmeida, B-E-N-D-E-A-L-M-E-I-D-A. I almost forgot how to spell my last name. Um... And it's going to be freaking lit. It's going to be awesome and epic. Uh, I'm going to post lots of exclusive content and topics. Okay, let me shut the fuck up. I love y'all. Have a good week. See you next Wednesday. Um, please rate this podcast five stars if you like on, on your Spotify, on your Apple Podcasts. See y'all. Bye.